going to do today is focus on the line from today's gospel that sort of acts as the impetus for the drama and the discussion when James and John, the sons of thunder, come to Jesus and ask, teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask you. Now, I'm not saying this is about everybody, but quite often this, I think, can be the attitude of our prayer when it comes to encountering Jesus. Jesus is like a genie in the bottle. Whenever we need something, whenever we want something, whatever we ask, we bring to Jesus and we want him to respond in the affirmative. And so our prayer quite often consists of asking for things, praying for ourselves, and not praying for others, giving praise and glory, or just resting with the Lord. I'm not saying that we shouldn't pray for ourselves and ask for things, but if we spend some time and we realize that a large majority of what we pray for is centered on us rather than on others, or simply giving the Lord praise, then we have a serious issue. Pointing to the fact that prayer and our relationship with God, instead of being focused on the Lord, is focused on us. We really don't need him if we find ourselves or praying to him whenever there's things are going great. It's only when we want something that we often find ourselves turning towards Christ. And what happens is, if this becomes our prayer, it becomes a habit, then we end up doing the same thing in our attitude and our relationships to others and to the church. We're not as loving or as generous, as willing to serve as we are. Instead, we have that selfish attitude. We want others to serve us. We want to get something out of church. We want to, the church to give us rather than to give back. And so keeping that in mind, how our attitude in prayer does affect our attitude in relation to others, Notice how our Lord responds to this. After, of course, talking about how he might grant their prayer, he says at the end that the Son of Man came to serve rather than to be served, and that his followers need to be willing to do the same thing, to focus on others rather than to focus on themselves, to focus on God and what we can give to the Lord rather than what the Lord can give or do for us. And so what he's essentially saying is, this should be our attitude, not the attitude of, hey God, you're there to serve me. Hey Jesus, you're there to give me things. Instead, it needs to be Christ and other-centered. Serving them, giving to them, rather than focusing on ourselves. And so if we notice that we fall into that attitude and we don't focus primarily on other people, then we need to have a change of heart. And for my time as a priest and my experience, that change of heart has to start in prayer. A few weeks ago, I talked about these three concentric circles and the people who are in the very smallest one that make up about 4% are the ones who are missionary disciples. They're the ones whose faith animates everything they do. They spend a lot of time in prayer, 
and they find it a joy to serve other people. And so how do we become like those individuals? I said the way we become like those individuals is we grow in a very genuine prayer life. In the same way, how do we pass from wanting the Lord to serve us to us giving to him, wanting others to serve us, right, and then to us giving towards them? It has to start in real, genuine prayer. But the question a lot of people will ask me is, fine, Father, I know that, but where do I even start? I know we're supposed to pray, but how do I even start praying? The first and most important thing, and I tell people this all the time, you've got to make it a priority, and if doing make it a priority, if you do make it a priority, there's got to be time scheduled for prayer. I think it needs to start between 15 minutes, if you don't have a regular prayer life, to 30 minutes. And start small, but as I said, you work your way up to have more concrete time. Two minutes a day doesn't cut it. Three minutes a day doesn't cut it. If we really want to go deep, we have to schedule that time and make it a priority. Number two, you may have heard me say this before, we actually have to pray rather than saying our prayers. I hear that a lot. Oh, Father, I forgot to say my prayers. Well, that's not really going deep. That's not establishing a relationship. That is simply vocalizing some pre-written prayers. Now, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing in of itself, but if we really want to find that transformation, we are going to have to really go deep in prayer. But so often, our attitude in prayer can be one where we want to achieve something. We feel that we're not producing enough in our prayer. And prayer is not about doing anything or saying anything, but primarily it is about being with God the Father. We don't have to do anything to impress him. I'm not saying that we go to prayer and respond to emails and he's happy with that, but the Lord wants to spend time with us. And he wants us, just like our parents usually do, want us to go visit, spend time. It doesn't have to be a long period of time. You don't have to talk about anything, but the importance is being present. The father wants to spend time with his children. And then third, you'll say, well, father, that's great, but sitting in quiet for 15, 20 minutes is something that I simply can't do. It's too long. Well, then if that's too long, then don't be afraid to start with a scripture passage. I usually suggest the gospel of the day that is normally read at mass. Read it, read it again prayerfully, and see if you can imagine yourself in that scenario Imagine that Jesus is speaking to you or find one line that speaks to you and ruminate or meditate on that. Maybe you want to journal it for a little bit. Maybe you want to pray the rosary with it afterwards. It doesn't matter, but you can take that as a launching board and over time learn how to go deeper in prayer. And so if we find that we do that, if we're spending more time in prayer, not seeing what the Lord can do for us, but simply being with him, that he is going to begin to change us. It's not going to happen overnight. It happens very, very gradually, where we find the desire to go to prayer, where we want to spend time. And if we don't get our 20 minutes or 30 minutes a day, we realize that something is lacking. And as a result, this flows into our other relationships. 
just as Jesus says, we're going to find ourselves paying more attention to other people, being more kind, being more merciful, being more caring, willing to receive others and show them love. And our relationship with the church, we're going to want to get more involved. We're going to want to do more than just the minimum, as I talked about last week. But the truth is, all of it, no matter what happens, flows from that deep encounter with Jesus in prayer. And so we can talk about all kinds of programs and all kinds of reforms and what Catholics need to do and what they don't need to do. The most important thing, if we're going to see a change in our lives, in the church and in the world, is to have Christians committed to not just saying their prayers, but really encountering Christ in prayer and allowing him to transform our lives. Amen.